0: Welcome to today's fast-track episode of The Growth Zone. My name is Christian Bartsch and these episodes provide you with a focused, mind-feeding topic. You can use it to have some new ideas to guide you through the day. Let's get started on today's topic. Today's topic How do I track my work time so that my client is happy to pay while I do not clutter my CRM system? So, as you can imagine, we're now talking actually about a B2B situation. Let's say you are an outsourcing company or you're a value-added reseller. Let's say you install phone systems or you are a company that provides any kind of service to other businesses and you might have to have some time that you track uh, in order to invoice it let's say you are selling them some kind of item let's say you're doing a new heating system for a company as an example you're selling a new heating system and of course the heating system isn't just you ship it in a parcel and They put it there. No. You send people from your team to go and install the system, configure the system so that it works efficiently and doesn't cost the customer more than the old system. Because our clients, when they invest, they want to improve, of course. They don't only want to have maybe warmer rooms, nicer heating, better service. They want to have more efficient, less cost, less waste, and so on. But at the same time, Work has to be done. The old system has to be removed. Maybe somebody else has done that. But maybe you even then still have to do certain work so that the whole place is ready and you can install the new heating system. And even, let's say you're in a different scenario. You are making websites. You are programming software for somebody. You are maybe, um, let's say, creating a customized vehicle a van, a delivery van, or a service van for somebody and so on, then of course it's not necessarily something that is standard. So it's like a project. And then we have a one big issue usually. Clients have sometimes the difficulty to relate our work and our efforts connected with the time into the value that they are paying for. And sometimes they don't actually understand that we had to do this kind of work in order to achieve the high-quality results we want, and it doesn't mean that they don't like us or that they they don't trust us, but they just don't understand it. They they are maybe not the subject matter experts like we are. They have no clue about piping, or about heating systems, or websites, or CRM systems, or any other kind of complex systems. Let's say even it's aviation. Well, yeah. If it's somebody who owns a business jet and he's told, okay, we have to fix the front wheel because it's been damaged at the landing. Okay. When I go with my car to my, let's say, my Bentley to get a new wheel, it costs $500. Boom, fixed. Or if you go with your Volkswagen Passat, it maybe costs you to fix a new wheel maybe $150. But maybe... $20,000 for front wheel, you say, are you crazy? Of course, you don't necessarily, uh, as the buyer, you don't actually know how much the parts cost, how complex they have to have the testing, checkups, and how much time you have to do this, and all the equipment that you don't damage the aircraft while you're changing parts and that. The client who's actually signing off the payments doesn't necessarily automatically understand, see, or recognize the cost and the effort and the necessity for the cost that you're producing. But if you don't produce this kind of workload, this kind of cost, you cannot deliver the product in a state that he will be happy with. And that's the, the complexity of our situation. If we have something that's customized and it's costly. Of course, there are people who will complain if something costs two bucks more, yeah, but maybe others Don't care about two bucks, they care about maybe $50,000 or 800,000 euros if you're spending more on that. Yeah, because of course, if you're fixing the front wheel of an Airbus 350, that costs less if it's the wheel of, let's say, a Citation X. Totally different cost areas and relationships. And, of course, the aircraft is much bigger than the small cetacean. Same would be if it's a team It's, as well, different kinds of price tags. The bus costs differently. And the same thing is if we're doing a website. If it's a simple website with a few things, or if it's complete with order cards and product catalog and, and all these other things and good image photos. If he says, oh, I just take some photo and put it in. Well, Yes, you can put some photo and do it with an iPhone and quick photos and shot, boom, boom. But uh, if the photos look shitty, people won't buy. So it takes a little bit more effort to do some good product catalog online. So what can you do? You have to track the time. That's definitely. And you have to track as well what you were doing in that time. It depends very much how tedious you want to do it, whether you have to track every little minute thing every five minutes you did, or if you track every 15 minutes, every half hour, hour. It depends very much on your environment and relationship with the client. But you always have to anticipate that there might be sometime in the future an issue where the client is unhappy, and you have to show how much effort it was and what had to be done, why it had to be done, and then he'll recognize, oh, oh, I wasn't actually aware that was that. Oh, now it makes sense. Okay, fine. Of course we'll pay that. That's that's totally acceptable. Fine. And that's how you can actually go and get the client to recognize that the work had to be done. You shouldn't, of course, defraud your client or invent work stuff and other kind of things because that eventually will shoot back at you because one day he'll notice it as obviously hadn't been done you did do that kind of task that you wrote and if he doesn't find this stuff and he gets somebody else in checks and says well that wasn't done then it wasn't done but you invested he either demands the money back from you or he'll never buy again from you and you want to have recurring revenue because that's the best revenue you can generate the same thing if you're a car dealer or a repair shop and you fix the car properly the client will come again and again because he sees you do a good work You do a good consultation, good service, reliable, all in time. And afterwards, he has no hassle, no anger, and no pain. And he knows with you it's easier. Somewhere else, he has a pain, and he doesn't like it. And that's why he will come and come again to you. So try to do your time scheduling, your time meetings, and as well time recording properly. And find a way to integrate your... Work time, scheduling, recording, and all these things as well with your CRM system. Because the CRM system as well is a system that actually knows what's of importance to your client. And even if you have a project management system where you track the workload in there and so on, what you've done, when you did it, and how much you did and what other extra stuff you had to do, it still has to be connected somehow with your CRM system. And yes, some CRM systems do not offer integration. But you have to choose and look and select and see what's important for you. You don't always have to track your work time for every kind of thing. It's just you have to find the right relationship between recording work time and not recording work time, and how detailed. Because it's not just about writing a work from five p.m. to six p.m. And client says, okay, you work for five, but what did you do then? Because usually we end at 5 p.m. Yeah, I had to fix that problem with that server. That happened. But if he's asked you five months later, you have no clue. And you might even say the wrong thing because you thought it wasn't that month and actually it was something else you did in another month. So, But that didn't happen in March. It happened in April. So what did you do in March? Oh, uh, mm. exactly. Record things, be efficient and focused, don't overdo things. Don't overcomplicate things. Make things properly for you that you don't waste too much time on time tracking. But do it so that it's properly and uh, trackable. And for your own sake as well, you're going to get feeling because you recognize, hey, I've got so much done work. So much work. And I've done it. And I've done this and this and this. Oh, cool. I didn't recognize that. I can take that as well off my checklist, off my task list and so on. So that's the can. Use that and at the same time, the CLM system can help you as well keep the client updated so he knows how you're progressing and what work is coming. And understanding, okay, well, you've done hundred hours of work and that's X amount of dollars, euros, pounds, whatever. If you communicate that properly in the right time, the client will feel more at ease and recognize you're progressing towards the target that you have. And at a certain point, you might even go and ask him, maybe. Just for clarify to show him the systems and please just sign off this document just for us that we have discussed all these things. That's the current state. Boom. And if I can extra signature. You might never, never need that, but it might be helpful as well sometime in the future if you do get into a nasty discussion. So I hope that was uh, informative for you. Next few episodes will be as well about similar topics. And if I have mentioned before, look in the comments, go and visit my website. There we've got a forum now set up. There you can make suggestions for other topics you would like me to discuss as well. And I'm as well interested to find out what in the different episodes you liked most. Maybe if there's something that maybe I didn't cover and you'd like me to cover in a future section or maybe something you didn't quite understand and you want me to explain it in more detail. I can do that either in the podcast or even in the forum as well directly if it's something I think, okay, I won't manage it to do fast enough and I'd rather provide you the insights in writing. And we might even, depending, might even go and jump in a conversation if I think, hey, that might be a simpler way to just quickly explain you and if we happen to be in the same place at the same time we could even meet for coffee but for the moment just go on the website sign up and make your suggestions and provide some contents comments on the content and how we can maybe other kind of topics to cover and that'll help me as well provide you with some interesting and helpful Information. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the Fast Track edition of today. I would like to invite you to follow our show so that you don't miss the upcoming interviews with leaders in the market. Simply visit the website reach. I will be adding the link also to the description of this episode so that you just need to click on that link. The link is follow.prmediareach.com follow.prmediareach.com you can follow me also on Twitter by using the Twitter handle C-A-P-Barge. So, it's spelled C-A-P-B-A-R-T-S-C-H. Or for those who are into sailing and uh, flying, Charlie Alpha Papa Bravo Alpha Romeo Tango Sierra Charlie Hotel. Yes, that's C-A-P-Barge. See you soon or hear you soon in the next episode. And please share as well this episode if you've enjoyed it and would like to let others have the opportunity to use it as well to get new ideas and insights. (music)